And there we go. Yeah. Back to episode 13. Nice. Just in time. Lucky Thursday. For, yeah, isn't Friday the 13th about to come up? It's Is it? I think it is. It's um. It, that's October 13th every year. No, no, that's not. No, no. that's not out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm no, but I'm pretty sure that this year there is going to be a Friday. The okay, 13th. okay, nice. But no, I remember in um in elementary school. Yeah, this is a very random story, but good for a podcast. <laughs> good. Uh, I was in like fourth grade or something, and my class had a thing where we would like mentor like a younger student or something, and I remember the student's uh, birthday was on, like some I can't like like September thirteenth or something. And I remember doing the math and seeing like what date would September have to start on for the, the like the thirteenth day to be on a Friday, oh, and it, it it would change every year since it's like yeah. it doesn't split evenly. No, I I, I hear that. <laughs> um, I know because like I remember my birthdays would be sometimes on a weekend as a younger kid, right? Right. And then it became part of the week, and I was pissed about that. Mm -hmm. But I think that there is a Friday the thirteenth month. Like there's a I think. Is that not a thing that Friday the 13th always happens in one month for whatever reason? You're saying like the same month or like one of the months? I feel like Friday, isn't it like a scary Halloween-y thing where that happens? Now, it, 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 it couldn't happen every Halloween okay. or, or every October. Okay. There's some chance there's always a Friday the 13th because yeah. there are so many months. But yeah. I mean, there should definitely be. Definitely not every October. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not every October. <laughs> Dang. I could have sworn there was something like that. I guess not. Yeah. But uh, I did. There <laughs> was something that I was thinking of um, mm -hmm. right before. This is not too on topic with Friday the Thirteenth. This is a topic, yes. <laughs> yeah, but um, it was just an interesting, not really a thought experiment, but just if you knew that there was, say, a huge earthquake or tsunami coming, mm -hmm. not for sure, but you were maybe eighty, ninety percent sure that mm -hmm. in the next like ten years, maybe a huge tsunami or earthquake was going to come and cover the, let's just say the whole United States so that you can't just mm -hmm. move to a different state. Okay. And you were 80 to 90% sure this was going to happen. Mm -hmm. And afterwards it was going to be pretty bad. It's not like everyone would die instantly. Some people would obviously survive an earthquake, but the infrastructure would be destroyed. It would just be refugees, basically. Sure. What would you do? Would you move? Would you live here for eight years and then move mm -hmm. away like you're not necessarily sure it's exactly 10 years but you know that within the next 20 and probably not the next five tsunamis coming so interesting what would you do would you actually move away or would you just hope that the 20 percent it wasn't going to happen would be the case and you'd be fine mm -hmm. would you accept that even if it did happen you'd live as a refugee what would you do yeah that's an interesting idea i i would say like first off the whole percentage thing it seems like like, the closer it gets, almost, like, the more you would care about the possibility. Yes. Because, like, if you say it's, like, there's an 80% chance it'll happen 10 years from now, it's, like, 10 years is so long that it's, like, you hear that and you're, like, oh, no, man, I'll have to worry about that at some point. Yeah. And, like, the closer it gets, the more it's, like, wow, there's only a 20% chance it won't happen. Yeah. Like, like a year before it or something. Yeah, like, that's true. All right, it's time to do something. Yeah, but, I mean, would you wait until it was time, or would you just except the fact that it's very likely to happen and mm -hmm. start now just trying to move your life over so that you're as young as possible when you get into whatever new country you're going to and you can mm -hmm. have a good time there and like learn the language or whatever you need yeah. to do. That, I think that would be like the optimal way to do it. But I feel like what would happen is that like, like, like this is like, like how a lot of things go where it's like you hear about it the first time and you're like, oh man, I need to start planning for this. 
So you do a little bit of something, and then you forget about it for eight years, and then you remember like, oh yeah, there's gonna be a tsunami in a couple years. I better do something about it. <laughs> and then you do something. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's just like the kind of thing that you think of as so important. And in yeah. this experiment, this thought experiment, you know that there's an eighty percent chance. It's not just a right. mystical maybe it'll mm -hmm. happen. And it, it seems a little bit more certain. So I would like to think that I would start planning. Mm -hmm. But I haven't started planning for China. Right. I, I, I feel like this <laughs> But at the same time, it's not necessarily an 80% chance that China's coming to take over. Right. It looks pretty bad, though. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I, the only reason I was mm -hmm. thinking of this at all was just because I was listening to a Joe Rogan, Mike Baker podcast. Mm -hmm. He's some ex-CIA agent. Mm -hmm. And he was just talking about all the stuff that China's doing and all the land they're buying up and all the people that they've got working for them and how they've got their equipment in our cell phone towers. And the government yes. recognized it and said, we can't use that equipment, but they haven't been able to get it out yet because they don't want to pay the money to get new equipment and nice. it's just crazy stuff and it seems yeah. like inevitable but do so you think it's like obviously it's inevitable that china will like do something but is it that they'll like just take over the government and have like control over things or is it that they'll like start an invasion and like make everyone refugees i think it's tough to say which one of those exactly would happen but i'm mm -hmm. Like, it's close to inevitable in my mind that mm -hmm. they'll make things worse for yeah. us. And so that's more what I'm trying to get at with the tsunami. Like, would mm -hmm. I be preparing? Is there any place that's going to be safe from the tsunami? Oh, sure. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I guess I'm more thinking, like, 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 the tsunami thing doesn't apply anymore. But it's like, is it a tsunami or is it, like, just kind of an inconvenience where the government sucks now and it'll suck a little bit more? Yeah. And we'll have to be careful what we send over texts or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it very well could be yeah. that. I assume for us, like, if there's this much media out there already, like, we've mm -hmm. put a couple podcasts out where we've talked about China. Uh -huh. My YouTube videos, they know that I talk about China. Mm -hmm. That's all online at this point. And not that they'll do that instantly. They won't be able to look at that stuff instantly. But eventually there will be some algorithm that mm -hmm. just goes through and links every person's face to their identity and mm -hmm. listens for the word china and if it's mentioned in a negative way then those people go away yeah and so i assume that you know with the technology coming they'll be able to do that yeah that makes sense definitely like the um yeah like the ai uh yeah. totalitarianism sort not of thing. even like complete ai just really good yeah. ai tools like the current sort of ai yeah yeah it seems like they might be able yeah to. that seems very possible yeah then yeah what what is the conclusion or like the answer of it because it's like it's almost like moving away wouldn't <laughs> moving away really like, like unless much. you move yeah. if assuming there's some country where you can move to that would be yeah. free from china then i guess you just turn into like a outlaw in the u.s I was, yeah, I was thinking, or something <laughs> i was thinking it almost sounds like the only way is to be like not i'm not even going to say a lone wolf terrorist but <laughs> that almost seems like what a lot of people's futures will be mm -hmm. if we did end up getting taken over yeah by lone wolf terrorists, you mean like just like, someone who's just like outlaw and just yeah, goes around exactly. killing people? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not just killing people, yeah. <laughs> but like fighting the oppressive regime. Right. You know, I think that that's, we see that in the United mm -hmm. States sometimes, like with the Boston Marathon bombing that happened a while mm -hmm. ago. 
Not that they, you know, they were doing it in a way that was just killing people, mm -hmm. but it would be, I guess it would be really tough to, um, effectively mm -hmm. like right. take out government things to take out government targets. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wonder if like a more realistic like way it would go is that like right now it seems like China probably has some influence on the government. They're like gradually trying to like spy on us and stuff, but it's like. I feel like with the way the U.S. is, it's hard to, like, really just, like, command the population. And I wonder if it's almost more likely that it's, like, China will gradually influence the government until the kind of, like, libertarian, or libertarian? Like, the gun rights people? Yeah, libertarian. Yeah. The libertarians gradually realize, like, China is doing something to our government. It's time to revolt. Oh, and that's create a huge war? Uh, maybe. Oh, okay. You know, like, like, you think that China will intend to get them like, in the loop about it, and so that they'll know something's up, and then they'll, like, start a civil war? I, I'm thinking more, like, it would be hard for China to really do that much without, like, tipping people off and people realizing, wait, we gotta start doing something about this. Yeah. Unless you do it very slowly, you know? Yeah. It just seems like they've already done so much. Like, mm -hmm. they've already bought up so much land and property and businesses here. Right. They've put their stuff in our cell phone towers. A lot of our phone... I mean... Uh, pretty much everybody's phone has TikTok on it, which people, uh, yeah, not you, but I think that um, some technical people, I don't know exactly, but software engineers have back engineered it and looked and have said, at least I've heard this on the Joe Rogan experience, that it's one of the most serious security flawed apps out there, just like it's harvesting data nice. from everybody. Mm -hmm. And it seems like it's pretty obvious what's going on mm -hmm. already. So what more would they really have to be doing? Like, what yeah. actions? It's hard to say. Like, I guess I'm thinking on a more, like, military mm. uh, basis of, like... Yeah. Like, like, they can control us economically and, like, socially. And, like, some socially, at least, of, like, recommending evil TikToks or something. But there's only so much they could do in terms of, like, like knocking on your door and, like, threatening you with a gun if you don't go with them to the China jail or whatever. If you have a gun. Or, yeah. like, if you're, like, one of the libertarian people who's just, like, already has, like, an arsenal of weapons. Yeah. It's, like, it seems like there's some barrier, at least. Yeah. there There is definitely a barrier to that. In fact, mm -hmm. there's a really good movie that we should watch. I'm going to add mm -hmm. it to the list of movies that we should watch. Mm -hmm. Red Dawn. Have you ever heard of that? That sounds familiar. It's literally... The first one is about Russia invading the U.S., and then it's just civilians take up arms and mm -hmm. basically them launching a counteroffensive against the Russian military. And then the remake, that was made back in the 70s or something. The remake was made in the early to mid-2000s, I think. Mm -hmm. And it was if North Korea did it. Nice. Because Russia wasn't the Soviet Union anymore. So mm -hmm. um, that's a good one. And yeah. it is somewhat realistic, but I don't think that... <clears throat> people would be well enough equipped most people to yeah. do that I, I think they'd run out of food pretty quickly or just water right. and china could just turn it all off and mm -hmm. then that would whittle the population down by 90 percent and the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the, <laughs> i don't know if they want that yeah well but, i mean they might then they can just yeah. send in the chinese people and there are yeah. living in skyscrapers over there they could have each their own house that's here. true there are like three times as so many people yeah china. i mean just send a couple big ships over yeah very possible. That, that just seems crazy, but, like, 
I guess we've never really seen like a modern war like that. So yeah, that would who be, knows? That's like <laughs> the end of all wars. It's like yeah. once someone has so clearly won with the technology necessary to really mm-hmm. maintain control over a large area. Mm-hmm. We've never really seen that before. I mean, no, kind of now. Like there are mm-hmm. places now like China where the population doesn't really have a chance of ever mm-hmm. rebelling right. just because there's so much technology and such a well-equipped military mm-hmm. that it would be almost impossible. Yeah. But we haven't really seen a war necessarily completely take over an area effectively, I guess, yeah. it, with the full effort of a very powerful country behind it. We've seen, like, partial efforts, I feel, in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. We've kind of tried. I don't. I haven't kept up with the situation too much, but we kind of tried to do that to a couple countries, and mm-hmm. there was still a bunch of terrorism going on, but it wasn't done in a brute i mean it was brutal but it wasn't like the most brutal like what i'm talking about what they Mm -hmm. could do where they just cut off all the food and water yeah maybe it was not as like it might have been done that way i'm not pretending to know yeah i have no idea (laughs) but yeah maybe like it wasn't as like effective almost or like they weren't trying as hard to like yeah like they were still no matter what they were still looking out for Mm -hmm. the world to not be pissed at them but if someone if one government really did conquer the whole thing then they could do whatever they wanted right. and not worry about the lashback from other militaries if there were yeah. just people then they really could be even more brutal than they are yeah because i was thinking like china can do whatever crazy things they want like domestically and it's like they can't really do that much or, or like no country could do that much to another country without ever, ever all the other countries being like hey what are you doing to these people yeah. but if you do it like internally or whatever and just don't tell people about it, then you can do whatever you want, kind of. Or not whatever you want, but, like, to a much more extreme degree. Yeah. And it's like if China takes over all the countries, then it's all just, like, an internal conflict, and they can just, like, hypothetically just cut off the water and, like, starve the population or whatever. Yeah. and Which is bad, yeah. To an extent, like, they can... Other countries can do pretty bad stuff to Mm -hmm. other countries. Like, what's going on with Russia and Ukraine... Mm-hmm. The world is, like, kicking back in some ways, like, mm-hmm. economically, but at least not that I'm aware of. Nobody's sending in armed military personnel to deal with it. No right. one is really countering Russia. Other, yeah. You know, it's a between Russia and Ukraine kind of thing, and the rest of the world does sanctions, and they send Ukraine supplies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess that's maybe the most that they would do. But it is keeping yeah. Ukraine going. I mean, it's, yeah, and it seems bad for Russia, right? Like, yeah, it does seem bad for Russia. I, I've been following it very much, but like, I assume Russia is still not very happy about it. Or like, I think that the people probably yeah. aren't thrilled. Is my guess. Yeah, my guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe at this point, and now that it's been going on for months, there's probably been a lot of propaganda, mm-hmm. and a lot of the people are probably like hearing, oh, the, look at what the rest of the world did to us. They just destroyed yeah. the jobs and the economy yeah. and. Your life is tougher because of all this. This was supposed to be quick. Hate and, everyone else. Yeah, of, yeah, and then and then <laughs> a lot of people probably went down that route. Some people mm-hmm. probably stuck with, um, you know, now we're the government. We're pissed at them. But right. A lot of people are still probably just getting more enamored and getting mm-hmm. upset at the rest of the world. Is my guess. Yeah. Yeah. So not a great situation. Yeah. 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 It seems. Yeah, it seems possible that things would go down this road of just like. China already has a foothold everywhere, and they'll just, like, gradually take over. Yeah. But I would like to think of, like, say there's a situation where China just, like, has complete control over their population, and, like, no one can really revolt or, like, do much. I feel like that's not, like, a good way to run a country, almost. 
not just in terms of, like the unhappiness, but also in terms of like the progress and like the innovation. Because you almost need like the population to be happy enough and like feel like there's enough hope to like want to make new things or like yeah. make progress towards things. Yeah, I think yeah. it would definitely cut down on progress within the geographic United States if they if they won and the mm-hmm. rest of the world. But mm-hmm. in China itself, that would almost be like the golden years of China <laughs> when all the wealth of the rest of the world started flowing into it. Right. And people were looking at the situation like, well, look at what my government did for me. And <laughs> yeah. I mean, if they ended up sharing and spreading mm-hmm. some of the wealth, if they realized that there wouldn't be much progress, if there weren't some happy people, at least mm-hmm. the upper class scientists, maybe sure. and people they had doing menial labor wouldn't get much, but mm-hmm. they don't need much to, you know, do the physical stuff. They, they wouldn't right. be very creative, but it might mm-hmm. be a kind of situation like that, you know? Yeah. Where they just like almost like take, like they take over the U.S. and then move all the innovation and stuff to China. Yeah. But I, I wonder if it would almost be, like, more efficient, since we already have all the infrastructure for, like, making new things and starting new, like, tech business and stuff, to, like, kind of take over control of the U.S., but not just, like, wipe everything and, like, keep the things in place and almost just, like, have China, like, the like ge- geographical China stay kind of, like, not as good as the U.S., and almost like concentrate the innovation stuff where it already is concentrated, mm. you know? They could. That sounds like a nice thing, but I don't know if it's realistic. Yeah, they could. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that sounds good for us. Yeah. But I feel like that would kind of make sense. Yeah, just to keep the innovation here. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing about the innovation I feel is that while there is some infrastructure, like there are labs and stuff, mm-hmm. it's not the kind of massive infrastructure that you need for the most part Mm -hmm. to develop goods Mm -hmm. and if it is a massive infrastructure it's often transportable digitally like it's a bunch of servers or processors that could do things across the internet Mm -hmm. and so there's no tie really to the geographic area if they could get whatever great minds were working here that were willing to keep working for china Mm -hmm. and just move them over wherever they wanted yeah I mean, they could keep them here, but it would just be an arbitrary yeah. choice. And it... I don't know, though. Like, I feel like COVID almost showed us that it's not like oh, that things don't really work virtually. The work from home. Yeah. Yeah. Like with all the stuff going online, it's just like people kind of need like the in-person interaction. Yeah. And, and also like the national pride and stuff. Well, like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the in-person interaction could mm-hmm. happen. It's easily movable to yeah, a different yeah. location. There's no infrastructure necessarily that I know of. Yeah. Other it, than, you know, yeah. servers and that kind it's of thing. It's more just like where like that yeah. people are in the same place. Like with China's yeah. advantage that they have is they're really good at manufacturing stuff. And all yeah. of their factories are in China. So yeah. it would be very difficult. You have to build all the new factories here if you wanted to take that and move mm-hmm. it to this geographic area. But the innovation, it seems like you just get some people, put them on planes yeah. or boats, mm-hmm. you move them over. Yeah. But then the question is, what do you do with the U.S.? Because if it's if it takes too much to like move the infrastructure here, why not just like, or like what what is there that you would want to keep here? I think a lot of it is that they want to get rid of an enemy. Mm-hmm. They want to get rid of the other countries that would tell them no, you can't do this and that mm-hmm. that they might want to do, and that could oppose them. Mm-hmm. And they would benefit. I mean, there are a lot of natural resources here. There's a lot of open land and beautiful areas, good climate mm-hmm. that they could 
just own and produce income from. I mean, there's there's stuff to be done here. Maybe not move mm -hmm. all the innovation. I don't know. Yeah. There's, it almost sounds like they would just like kind of just take over and like let most of the population live peacefully and just get rid of the, the dissidents. Yeah, no, I think it yeah. would. Yeah, yeah. It could be like that. I would hope. Mm -hmm. Regardless, yeah. I don't necessarily want it because as more and more technology becomes prevalent, there's less necessity mm -hmm. for the people to be alive. <laughs> as you know you can just automate it and robots might be doing a lot of the work that those people are doing and mm -hmm. that's when they might slowly start culling off the populations that aren't as useful to them yeah and that's i wouldn't want to say, be yeah. a part of that no that'd be bad yeah yeah i don't know about the culling thing like like that definitely seems like kind of a dystopian future of like everything is done by robots and you don't, you don't really need the poor people anymore you just need the rich people who can just enjoy all the products yeah like that seems like a possibility but it just doesn't seem like something that people want no i agree it's not like, like it's like like rich people almost like enjoy being rich because there's poor people you know yes that's true yeah that is true but are they aware enough to realize that or do they just mm -hmm. think this is a, these people are a threat to my wealth because so they would just like kill all the poor people and then realize afterwards. They, yeah, I think <laughs> a lot of them might, and there would mm -hmm. still be richer people. Right. It would get rid of a lot of the people who they could all look down on and say, mm -hmm. we're better than them because we have more. Yeah. But I think that a lot of them would still be content just being richer than their peers. Right. Yeah. I, and not yeah. everyone is looking at it from that perspective of, mm -hmm. I'm rich because the other people are poor. I mean, once right. we have the automation and you have the robots just mm -hmm. serving you and doing everything for you, mm -hmm. everyone is almost like a king or an emperor. Right. And, you know, they're being fed <laughs> grapes by these robots and everything. And it almost doesn't matter as much. I mean, mm -hmm. it, it's tough to say how the psychology will change mm -hmm. because then there wouldn't really be any poor people regardless unless you just withheld the right. robots from them so right i mean that's kind of how it is now if like yeah we all have all this like crazy technology with like the phones and like computers and stuff yeah yeah and yeah like i think it is almost possible that like it just sort of continues as it is and it's like there just aren't really poor people like there's people who are poor and, you know it's almost like we're describing exactly what's happened where it's yeah. like like everyone at least in the united states it's like that, or even the poorest people are really rich compared to what medieval people were doing. Yes. So it's like, I don't think it's that people will like, like they're super rich, will like set out to just kill all the poor people. Yes. And lower the population. It's almost just like, like things will just progress naturally and there will just be a bottom population that has a certain amount of things that is less than the people above them. Yeah. But on an absolute scale, it's still like a lot more. Yeah. I, I think the only difference or mm -hmm. the key difference between the future that we're talking about and what's mm -hmm. already happened is that we still need manual labor to be done. Right. We're and not quite the, there. Yeah. And the rich people are looking at the poor people mm -hmm. saying, well, we still need the fields to be tilled and for mm -hmm. more developments to be made technologically. Mm -hmm. And not that every rich person yeah. is thinking that, especially in the United States, but in mm -hmm. China, maybe at the upper echelons of their mm -hmm. rich person, communist party society, maybe some of them, Mm -hmm. are thinking on those terms interesting so i guess like almost like the poor people would just be replaced by the robots yeah in a way yeah. Things, yeah because the more especially once you get a ton of technology mm -hmm. the more 
people there are who are unsatisfied because there are people above them, mm-hmm. the more likely that one of them will be born and figure out how to do a neutron bomb and just destroy <laughs> the world or something. Like, Very just something bombs. that, yeah, something that we don't know about yet that's right. relatively easy to do and could just yeah. blow up the world. That, that is true, but I think at the same time, it's like, we're almost too, like, set in the thinking of, like, there's a limited amount of manual labor, so we need to get rid of the poor people who are, like, using it up, kind of. Mm. But it's, like, if you have the automated labor and you have, like, infinite amount of work yeah. that can be done. I mean, not infinite, but, like, as many robots as you can make, it's, like, yes, there's almost no need to get rid of the poor people. I, I guess th- there's, like, the lack of, um, or, like the, like, the risk of one of them being... Just crazy. Like, revolutionary, but, like, that's yeah. always going to be a risk. Yeah. Like, you know, you're going to have a rich person like Elon Musk who just starts taking over. Yeah. But I, I think, like, there's no real pressure to get rid of people once you have more, you know? That's true. I mean, the pressure might be that if China did take over, mm-hmm. they, they could obviously do it in a very generous way and say, well, now everyone will mm-hmm. be rich. But if they don't yeah. go down that path, mm-hmm. then a lot of the people might be disgruntled. And mm-hmm. it would it sure would take a lot longer to really distribute the wealth and if we're at all worried about climate change or anything like that mm-hmm. happening, then or just like overfishing yeah. or, or anything, like right. too much land being used for whatever, just destroying the groundwater, whatever it is that people mm-hmm. are worried about environmentally. If we haven't yeah. completely solved that with technology, then they look at it like, whew, mm-hmm. we could solve all of these problems if there were 90% fewer people. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. And it would it be, actually, like, I think, yeah. I, I, I can't see that happening in the U.S., but definitely if it's, like, yeah, under the control of someone like, something like China, where it's, like, they are just kind of, like, willing to, or, or, like, it's just the rich people making the decisions and there's no feedback from I the population. Yeah. I don't think in the U.S. Yeah. Hopefully not. But it's hard to say, though. Our, our government's getting less and less democratic, so. Yeah. Who knows? I trust them less and less every day, does. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. But. I don't think about the government too much. No. But when I do, it's in kind of fake-seeming elections. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you heard it here first. Louis thinks the elections are fake. <laughs> fake. Fake as in there's two people who nobody really chose. Yeah. And neither of them are very good choices. Yes, yes. All right. But yeah. does this mean that there's no point in trying to move to a different country or escape? Or should we just... I mean, yeah. the U.S. kind of seems like a target, but maybe everywhere is inevitable. Yeah, it's like the U.S. almost is the best place to be still. <laughs> it could be the last bastion. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, even if, like, we're getting taken over, it's like, as long as we keep some of the stuff, it's like, I feel like the European countries and, like, Canada and stuff are, like, almost based on the U.S. Yeah. And we're, like, a more, like, like central, like like, pure form of whatever we've made. Like, the doc- democ- uh, democracy sort of stuff. Yes. And it's like, like, it seems like we would be the last ones to get changed into yeah. something different. That makes sense. So it's like, we were the ones that changed all the other countries, kind of. So what I'm hearing is we should hold strong here and mm-hmm. just do our best to improve the country and hope that it can withstand mm-hmm. the coming storm. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I improve the country. I don't think there's much to be done with that. Yeah. Improve your own... Situation in the country? Yeah, in some way. Like Okay. You don't I think don't... the country could be improved if we got... I don't know. Let's Who's say we? we? I don't know. If, the, if this <laughs> podcast reaches... Yeah. You know, if we reached 50 million well, people with this at one point... The only way is to get followers... Like, like, you can't really do much 
on your own is more like a dispersed thing of like yes you get a million followers and then they are what is changing the country kind of like i agree and yeah. i think joe rogan in a way did that because yeah. i don't think we would be making this podcast <laughs> if joe rogan didn't make podcasts yeah so in but a way it, it's already starting but is it joe rogan who's changed it or is it like the recommendations that got him where he is or like the, the guests or yes like, yes it's not really like joe rogan couldn't have done this all on his own no it's like, yeah, yeah he's only been able to do this because people listen to him yes you know? that's what i'm saying yeah it's it's like because of the influence he amassed through whatever means he did mm -hmm. that now there's a bunch of people out there i assume there's more people mm -hmm. that are sim doing similar things to what we're doing oh definitely who, because of him. Yeah, yeah and hopefully if we do enough if we're not necessarily purposefully trying to make the country a better place. Mm -hmm. But I mean, that's on the back burner of my mind, I guess. It's one of the mm -hmm. things that I try to think of when I make a choice. Like, should I run this red light? Well, if everyone ran the red light, then... Yeah. I mean, not literally in the sense of the country, but just right. in the world in general. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's definitely like a, a good way to think about it. But... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I will say, I'm on the side of we should try to make the world a better place if we can as one of our yeah as one of our things just to keep it going long enough to no, figure like it out. seems yeah like it seems like we should overall or so that like somebody should but there's like the tragedy of the commons where it's like mm. i'm not going to be able to yeah and it's like there's a weird disconnect of like one person isn't going to be able to do anything but everybody doing something is what you need i agree so yeah. we should all just do our part Kind of. But it's like if you do it in an inorganized way, there's no point in doing your part. Because other people yeah. aren't doing their part. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if we all do it in an unorganized way, then it would all still get done. Then it would be organized. Well, it <laughs> yeah. would not be organized. Yeah. It could all be done in an yeah. unorganized way. Without planning of what we would each do. Right. We just right. all do the right thing. Yeah, I guess I'm just thinking like that can't really happen. Yeah. It doesn't seem likely yeah. that it would. It could in yeah. a small group. Mm -hmm. How small would the group have to be for you to say, like, that's possible? Well, th th this gets into a very long conversation yeah, that yeah. I, I, I could try explaining, but we're yeah. out of time. We are out of yeah. time. Do, do you think, a, before we end it, do you think a thousand people, if there are only mm -hmm. a thousand, that it would be possible? Not without some sort of, like, organization. Okay. Not just through word of mouth? Well, that's, not, like, that's the sort of organization, like... Oh, okay. It, like, some sort of, like, cohesion or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's all I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. All right. Then sure. Well, episode 13, Marky, yeah. thank you. Everyone else, thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Feel free to subscribe for more China yeah. conversations. We're not going to have any more <laughs> China will always be a topic. Yes. This this, this uh, video has to be privated. Yeah, it really yeah, is yeah. worrying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Yeah, see you.